Welcome to There Is More To Our Story podcast, brought to you by Salty Gathering, a non-profit research house, event space, magazine, and now podcast. It is here we get to share the voices of indigenous leaders, medicine women, knowledge keepers, academics, researchers, activists and speakers contributing to this knowledge weaving space, gaining a better understanding of who we are, where we have come from and where we can go to next. You can join us deeper inside of our Soul Seed House. Here we are providing the most comprehensive library of deep feminine and earth-based knowledge, inviting people to become the researcher of their own stories, their own lineage and their own ancestry, radically shifting the academic model of researchers going to study other people as outsiders. You can also join us for one of our events. We have a traveling yearly gathering that moves to a new country and culture each time by invitation. We'll be returning in the fall of 2021. You can also join us for one of our events, our retreats here in Costa Rica called Medicine is Our Nature. All information will be shared first for Soul Seed House members, but keep checking back to the website for all updates. And if you'd like to become a supporter of this work, then consider joining our Patreon community for as little as a dollar a month. You can also support by one-time donation directly on the website or consider becoming a Patreon Bloom Fund member. It is here you get to contribute a substantial amount to a research focus theme country or culture a place where we need to bring greater awareness to and a place that is usually underfunded we're so incredibly honored and grateful for all the support we've gathered on this journey so far my name is hannah ruth dyson founder of salty gathering and i'm so excited to embark on this journey together with you let's begin Hi friends, I'm jumping on here today to share a solo episode before next week returning back to some incredible conversations and yeah I wanted to share a little bit about what we're working on right now within the project and um, this theme that I think can be very helpful to speak to um, with all of you who are listening and wherever you are in the world and wherever you are on your journey. Uh, this project has been very much about research, but we realized along the way it's uh, really a, a living research. It's alive. We're experiencing it and we're changed through it. And that is really profound and deep and mysterious and beautiful and um, at many times, you know, uncomfortable. And that's just the nature of, you know, being curious and open and learning about the world is going to change you. And we hear you know, often um, these sort of phrases that many things that can sound, you know, right and true and beautiful, but sometimes they don't fully land or, um, you know, become embodied until we have an experience of it and um, something that really uh, shifts something within. And what I'm talking about right now is this kind of talking about connecting to nature, um, being connected to our environment, um, honoring the earth. You know, we say all these things that sound so beautiful and of course um, they're really needed and really true, you know, to a deep core that, you know, we need to connect to our own nature. 
But I think sometimes we're missing the point and we can be trapped within the sort of societal upbringing and culture that we have been raised in and we can be sometimes just missing the mark. And um, how I can sort of explain this best is that, um, you know, through this project, through this learning um, journey, as we've been um, connecting with indigenous groups across the world, having conversations, making these beautiful, uh, you know, lifelong mentors, friendships, and really honoring um, these people and their wisdom and um, the lands that we're in. Sometimes it doesn't quite, you know, register what's wrong with the sort of, I guess, where we're at in the mainstream sort of collective conversation versus like uh, this deeper place of um, connection and honoring and respect and balance and so forth. And um, this this recently landed and I, it's been something that um, I've been trying to put words to for a long time and it suddenly landed um, through the words of Tyson Yunker Porter, who um, I can't recommend enough uh, finding his book, Sand Talk, uh, seeking him out on a podcast and listening to him and um, yeah, connecting with him here as well as we share more of his work and words as well. Um, I, yeah, something he shared about um, this disconnect that we can have with um, being so self-absorbed in the world, <laughs> really speaking to this modern world as being very narcissistic and um, we can see this also sometimes in, you know, the personal development spaces, the wellness spaces, the spiritual spaces. Um, and while many things can like sound, you know, beautiful and, and right in, on one hand, um, when we th talk about, for example, self-love, um, of course, we, we, you know, we need to all connect to self-love, but we can become a little bit obsessive with that and we can be all about the self and it can be this spiral of healing that will never quite be satiated or never quite get us to, you know, that f true fulfillment or completion or feeling of like ease within ourselves because we're all the time, um, going in, going in, like, why am I still insecure? Why do I still have these fears? You know, it can be again, this pattern and, um, something that we can look at in indigenous cultures pretty much across the world. And then also through ancestral, um, traditions around the world, um, throughout all of our ancestries, we had, um, these really important rites of passages that were missing in the modern world. Um, the depth, right, of a rite of passage, because of course we can experience different forms of rites of passage and we might think, you know, going to uh, university might be a rite of passage or <laughs> drinking for the first time could be a rite of passage. Um, but there's this depth that you can um, really tune into within um, indigenous societies. And it's really all about, um, you know, a child grows up their whole life, you know, really believing that they are special, being hopefully being made to feel that by the whole family, by the tribe, by the community. And that's really vital to develop that sense of self. Um, but there's this really important moment when you enter into adolescence and, um, you know, can be noted as entering into sort of adulthood, um, that you go through a rite of passage that fundamentally shows you that you are not special and it really brings you to your knees. And this could be seen as um, 
you know, disempowering or, um, you know, heartbreaking. And in, in some ways it is. But actually on the other side of that, you suddenly have this recognition of, wow, if I'm not special, then actually no one is special. And there is no hierarchy of who's special or comparison of that and recognizing actually we are part of something special here on earth and we are um, actually all special, but we're all connected within that sort of fabric of, um, you know, being connected to being special. And um, this is important for a tribe because um, to survive, they really can't have these sort of hierarchies break out or competition or suddenly, you know, I'm better than you. Or um, We really need to the community to work together and to, um, you know, all look after one another. And it's really important to sort of hold that um, strength of the community. So that's why it's important to kind of, I guess, um, some people might call it a sort of ego death to really create that sort of a ritual or a ceremony to sort of bring someone into the fold of the community and not get lost within that sort of, you know, self-obsession and um, thinking, you know, I need to prove myself or be better now in the world. And um, this is also like so um, beautiful and powerful to realize when we can kind of step outside of ourselves and, and you know, no matter where we are in life or in the world, we can really start to practice this, like really looking around us and re recognizing what how special this world is, this environment, this land. And then when we develop this deep love for this earth, this place that we, you know, can call home, the beautiful, um, you know, soil, the stone, the rock, the, the rivers, the ocean, the trees, and we really develop this... Um, deep, deep love and we stepping out of ourselves continuously to to appreciate that and then recognizing actually, of course, we're part of that. We are just one, you know, thread within this great tapestry of life. And if we're loving life, if we're loving nature and ourselves as part of it, then self-love is automatic and it becomes... Um, yeah, less about me, 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 what's wrong with me and so forth. It's just recognizing this deep beauty. And uh, I hope that makes sense. I, I think it's something that you might have to experience also to sort of realize like, wow, the liberation that comes from that and like the pure love that can emanate from that. And then the actions that we take from that place, the words that we speak from that place, uh, the way we, you know, connect with our brothers and sisters on this earth, you know, it's really a different kind of quality. It's less about, um, I guess the internal conversation of, you know, who am I compared to these people? Who am I? What am I doing for this earth? You know, all of these things that kind of trap us in that I and me and um, just kind of, again, can allow us to spiral within and kind of miss the point entirely. And when we see that there's so much that needs our hands and feet and hearts and voices to show up for at this time, you know, there's so much change that we need to be a part of shaping and um, supporting and really dreaming the world that we want to be in and then stepping into it together. Uh, we really need this um you know, connecting to the soul of life. And again, sometimes when we talk about the soul, we can be just thinking about me, my, my soul, like what is my soul purpose? What is my soul uh, connection? And recognizing, you know, the soul is this kind of mystery. It's this ineffable um, 
connection actually between us all, the soul of the world. And actually the wisdom lives all around us. It's not just this thing that we can find like deep within. It's like really it's, you know, with the trees, it's with the, again, the land, the air and um, between us all across culture and across time. There's this beautiful wisdom that we can soak in and, and realize within us. But, you know, it's again, not like getting so caught up with, um, you know, what is my intelligence? What is my depth? What is my wisdom? It's recognizing we're part of this uh, land which holds it all. And, um, you know, we have to be gracious to ourselves because uh, we've been brought up in a culture that is all about um, the individual. We know we have this archetype um, of the hero, this archetypal story of the hero's journey or the heroine's journey. And, you know, while this is true that this has been across cultures throughout um, modern history, actually the further back in time, if you look at also indigenous cultures today, it's very important how we interpret the stories that they tell and the oral histories and um, yeah, the mythologies that have passed from those deep earth time um, people because it's it's very rarely, um, if ever, about the individual. It's really about um, this recognition of being, again, part of something and being part of this community. And this is, of course, a topic we're going to, you know, continue exploring on this podcast and sharing more voices to and giving more insights and examples. It's also something we're really working on within the Deep Feminine Soul Journey, uh, which we began on February 1st and our doors close February 27th. So if you're listening before that, then you can still join if this is calling you. We're really um, joining on this soul journey to navigate this world of uh, learning and exploration because I can speak for myself. I, I needed to have this um, path of um, connection and exploration of myself and my relationship to the to the world around me um, through this research. It wasn't just a mind thing. Um, you know, this is why we're called Soul Seed Gathering. There really is a soul to this work, and this is this is also you know when we are recording stories and conversations it's it's soulful because um it's not just this um you know mental exercise of information or information exchange it's really something much deeper and i know now after having you know um shared this work for many years um, that we actually do need that guidance and that support to navigate it because it unravels us it changes us when we thinking about changing the world we you know, perhaps want to start looking at ourselves and just, you know, looking at what the ripple effect can be um, just from that, you know, personal journey and then stepping outside of ourselves again and again. And this is the the nature of the deep feminine soul journey that we're guiding is these rites of passages through the equinoxes and the solstices, these kind of marking in time, you know, a shift in our, in our experience and our journey and one that we can repeat again. Uh, we can see, you know, of course, through the life journey, we have these um, markers of time that kind of shift us from childhood to um, teenager to 
to adulthood to elder. Um, and we can also then repeat these patterns through the year, through the seasons and connect also within a month through the moon cycles and even through the day with the sun. And once we start to recognize these patterns, we also can surrender our sense of control or force or um, needing to figure everything out. We realize there is really this um you know, natural majesty, this natural genius um, that is unfolding and we get to just be part of it. So how can we step out of side of ourselves and start looking to the laws of the land, to the more than human world, to nature and, and let it guide us? Because that is our, our truth. You know, we are part of this um this world. We are part of nature. Um, so really recognizing that is super beautiful and important. It's uncomfortable. Uh, we meet our edges. We meet um, our emotions. We meet perhaps rage and pain and so forth. Um, but on the other side of that is freedom and ecstasy and bliss and connection and, you know, really everything that we're really looking for. And if we look out into the modern world, we can see this is something that's that's missing right now, you know, this connection, this deep feeling of belonging. And if we can do any way to kind of bring that back into our lives and our understanding and learn from these wise elders um, that we've been able to connect with so far, it's such an honor and it's, you know, such a beautiful opportunity. So welcome you into our community if you feel called to join us and we'll be opening up the doors again in summer if you want to join at that point that's another opportunity and we are hoping to gather in costa rica this year if everything goes to plan we're following all of um, costa rica's guidance um, to remain safe and healthy and really if we can also give something to this economy and to you know the people here who've become very reliant on tourism we feel that we're really in alignment in and truth, but we also have to respect everyone else's, um, yeah, really looking after themselves and making wise choices about whether to travel or not. But we invite you uh, to gather with us in October and the online journey, the Deep Feminine Soul journey is a prerequisite for that now. So again, you can join um, until February 27th or you can join us again in the summer and I'll have more information about when the doors will open for that um, and this is a way for us all to really connect and you know do this deeper work so that when we show up to celebrate we can really show up and really experience the joy and the beauty and just yeah the deep celebration of learning and growing and um, you know being part of visioning this better future that we really need at this time. You know, we really need all of us um, to come together and to shape this future that we're walking into no matter what, but one that we can really, um, you know, grow wiser together by, again, connecting to the laws of the land, connecting to the elders of cultures from all over the world, learning from our own ancestries, learning through our own lineages, and coming together to be in this really beautiful exchange, this really beautiful, um, you know, way of learning just through personal transmission. It's something we can never quite translate um, by text or by video or audio or anything like that. It's not until you're actually in person that you can feel 
deeply changed by the way, you know, we all carry ourselves. And um, I can say for myself, just being able to sit with some of the elders we've been able to so far, it's been, it's, I can't even put words to it, you know, the embodiment, the transmission, the way they carry um, their wisdom and their truth and their, you know, deep intelligence of connection and awareness it's it's something that really lands and again it's taken me many years to be able to put more words to it so it's ongoing a process that I look forward to sharing and please let me know if you enjoyed this solo episode if it brought any insight or wisdom or guidance to your life I would love to hear from you and again please subscribe rate review share with any friends or loved ones and of course we'd always love to hear from you Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. If you received a lot from this conversation or knowledge share, consider supporting us on Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. This can be found at patreon.com forward slash soulseedgathering. You can also make a one-time donation directly on our website, soulseedgathering.com. It is here you can also become a Soul Seed House member and receive these conversations and interviews first alongside bonus content, transcripts and this incredible growing library of deep feminine earth-based cultural knowledge. You can also become a Patreon Bloom Fund member. This allows you to support a country or culture or theme or focus that is needing greater awareness and attention in the world. We are entirely independently funded so far, so thank you for every single amount offered to us. It really means so much. And a special thanks to our post-production by Jack Palmer for Alma Chrome. And special thanks to Temple of the Way of Light for offering us this recording by Olivia Aravello, the incredible Shibibo medicine woman, no longer with us, sharing her Ikoro, her medicine song. This was weaved into an incredible track by Jack Palmer. So again, thank you and sending so much love to wherever you are in the world.